Hello, everybody, and welcome back to yet another episode of Hot Mess Podcast. I am your host, Matilda Johnson, and today we're getting messy. Of course, we have to start off this episode like we do every other episode, and we're doing our weekly wrap. I'm going to leave my TikTok feed till last because it actually leads into the rest of this episode. So first off, we have a TV show recommendation. I feel like I haven't given a TV recommendation in ages because I haven't really been watching much, but Daisy Jones and the Six has just come out on Amazon Prime, Prime Video, and I loved the book. So it's the TV series is an adaption of the book by the same title, um, with the same title, sorry, by Taylor Jenkins Reid, who we love. Um, it was my first book of hers that I did read prior to reading Evelyn Hugo, which confession, I still haven't finished yet. I'm sorry, but this show, I'm only two episodes in and I already know it's about to ruin my life. It's giving me normal people energy in the way that I'm like, I'm going to be devastated by the end of this and in the best way possible. And then I'll watch it again and just devastate myself even more. And I'm really excited about that. If you don't know anything about it, basically it's, I want to say it's loosely based upon Fleetwood Mac and the relationships within the band. And I say very loosely, like it's just the same era, same sort of music, same sort of love stories. And it follows a band. And I really enjoyed the book specifically because of the way it was written and that it was like a series of interviews. And the TV show follows the same format, except of course, they're being interviewed for a TV show rather than from a magazine. I think it was in the book or was, were they being interviewed for a book? No, I think it was for a magazine. Anyway, so I highly recommend, I absolutely love it so far, but I'm trying to pace myself. I want to take it slow, but again, it's already popping up on my TikTok feed, spoilers and stuff. So that's a struggle for me right now, trying to avoid TikTok for that reason. The same with Outer Banks. Outer Banks has come back and I haven't finished it yet. It's been out for almost over a week now and I've still only got a few episodes left. I already know how it ends because it's all over my TikTok and I just want to say, thanks to everyone who spoiled it for me because now I can't enjoy it. Maybe I should have just finished it sooner, but that's up for debate, whatever. My second recommendation is a performance (laughs) by Lizzie McAlpine. She did a late night show performance. I think it was for Jimmy Fallon. She performed Ceilings, which is one of my favorite songs at the moment. And it was so good. I feel like her vocals live were even better than the song itself, like the recorded version. On top of that, maybe I'm late to the party. I think I am late to the party, but I'm really obsessed with the song. I know it won't work by Gracie Abrams right now. Um, like an unhealthy amount. I found it yesterday. Um, and then today I listened to it over the span of five hours on repeat, like hyper fixated myself on it. Um, I don't want to talk about that. I don't know what was going through my mind, but really hyper fixated on it. And I think the lyrics are just so good. Like I can't even explain. Hold on. Let me find, let me find what I'm talking about here. Actually just listen to the whole song. I'm like, I'm looking up the lyrics right now and I'm like, I'm just going to quote the entire song. I think I really love how it breaks into the chorus and says, a part of me wants to walk away till you really listen. (laughs) Oh, it hurts, but it's so good. It's so good. It's the most relatable, like honest 
breakup song from the perspective of somebody who's had to do the breaking up, you know, the person who's had to cut the cord. And oh my God, it's so good. I'm going to go listen to it again after I finish this episode for at least another hour so I can up that quote to six hours of listening. Before I get into the last little section, which is what's on my TikTok feed, which leads into the rest of today's episode, I want to apologize for not putting out an episode last week. I'm really sorry, but my mind was in many, many, many other directions and I ended up just getting super burnt out and emotional and dealing with things because of that. Um, I've got good stuff coming up though. Like, (laughs) so hopefully that doesn't burn me out. I'll I'll be exhausted, but I won't be burnt out. We don't like dealing with burnout in this house, but I had my best friend's hens party, which was so much fun. And now like, I just finished planning and organizing my sister's hens party next month. And then this week, my best friend's getting married. (laughs) I'm so excited. I can't believe people in my life are getting married. Like a lot of people in my life are getting married, which scares me, but I'm so excited to watch them and their partners say I do. Ah, I'm so excited for them, but that can be about next week. That can be next week's episode when after the weddings, after the, I'm sure hangover that I'm going to have, um, from dancing and screaming and crying all night and throwing up. No, I'm kidding. That sounds really bad. I just meant like screaming, crying and throwing up. Um, Anyway, um, my last section of my weekly wrap is, of course, what's on my TikTok feed. Um, An unfortunate amount of Harry Styles. And I love Harry Styles. Everyone who knows me knows that I love him. I love his music. And I don't love him in the way where it's like I'm romantically in love with him. Like I want to marry that man. I want to be Harry Styles' best friend. I'm sure I've said this before, but he and I, I'm just like, I want you to be my best friend. Nothing more than that. Like I just want to be buddies with you. But I didn't go to see his concerts, any of his concerts while he was in Australia. And he just left. He's now in New Zealand as far as I knew. No. Um, And so that was really depressing watching it all unfold on TikTok um, and seeing all his audience interactions. And one of my friends actually was front row of the pit and she is the iconic queen who he asked how her head was and she said she's never had any complaints. And I am so proud of the fact that I know her. And she's going down in history as probably the best fan interaction of all time. I like, I admire her so much for that. And like the friends she was with, I'm like, yeah, that's some queen energy. Um, but talking of Harry Styles, speaking of the whole thing. So the reason this leads into the entire episode is because I was at work. I've started a new job about a month or so ago, loving it. And this girl who I'm friends with at work started having some very vivid dreams. And she came into work one day and was like, you know what, last night I had a dream that somehow, I won't go into specifics, but somehow the entire office got tickets to Harry Styles and we all went together and we had the best time. And then for the few weeks after that, we were truly believing that was going to happen. And I'm just the type of person, I really enjoy watching people's dreams come true. 
Um, so I wanted to be a part of it mostly because I also wanted to go to Harry Styles and because I was new to the job, I'm like, if you guys are going, I better get an invite because that'd be really rude and not workplace morale boosting of you. So I was getting involved, right? And then, so I joined the social committee, so did she, and we decided to throw a Harry Styles day on the day that he was going to have his first concert in Melbourne. Um, I just want to say, I like we kind of slayed. We got the props, we had the feather boas, we had the hats, um, we made everyone dress up, we ate watermelon and sushi because music for a sushi restaurant, watermelon sugar, you know, the drill, we did the whole thing. It was a lot of fun. And then I was catching the train home dressed in my Harry Styles outfit, looking like I'm going to Harry Styles, get off the train. I live in Melbourne. So I was at Southern cross and I was like, Oh shit. Every single person there was going to go see Harry Styles. They were all dressed up for him. I looked like I was dressed up for him. And then I got severely depressed realizing I was probably the only person in the place not wearing a feather boa or hat that was going to see Harry, like who was not going to see Harry Styles. I was probably the only person there not seeing him. And there was music playing and there were girls screaming. And I had time to kill before I like got onto my next leg home. So I was like, okay. I'm going to walk around the train station. I'm going to like have a bite to eat, might go shopping, might do my own thing for a bit. And then, and then it just gets worse. And then, so I'm walking around and I'm getting more and more FOMO because I can't even sit down and eat because the crowd is just full of people who are going to Harry Styles. There are lines everywhere. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go for a little stroll then. And if you live in Melbourne, you know that there is a cult that go to different places in Melbourne and they try to recruit people. Um, this is a known fact. Like it happens a lot. Not everyone has, um, had this happen to them though. For some reason, this cult has tried to recruit me three times now at three different locations. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if I've got cult written across my forehead or will join anything or something like that, or easily influenced because these people have tried to recruit me a ridiculous amount of times now. And they use a different tactic every time, but it doesn't take me long to figure out that they're talking to me to try to like recruit me into it. And I get really gullible and I just like to talk to people. So sometimes I'll just like end up having a chat and then I'm like, Oh wait, I know what you're doing. Anyway, so I'm walking through the station by myself and then I'm like, oh shit, I better like actually go and prepare myself to get home because I don't have much time left anymore. And suddenly this girl and this boy, they're running after me and I'm like, the fuck? And the girl stops me and is like, sorry, do you know what's going on up there? And I'm like, what do you mean? It's a Harry Styles concert, duh, like obviously I was a bit sassy about it. I was like a Harry Styles concert. Duh. I didn't say duh, but in my mind, the tonality of it said duh for me. And then, so they're on for a chat and I'm just like still walking. They're literally like sprinting after me because I'm a little speed walker with my little five foot two legs. And then I'm like, oh, Like, I'm just going to like stop, have a chat, get it over and done with quickly and then go because I can't say no to these people. I feel really rude. And then 
So they're asking me all these questions and I'm like, I've got some time to kill. Maybe I'll just like go along with it for a little bit. And so the guy's like, oh, are you going to the show? And I was like, no, I'm not. And he's like, are you a fan? I was like, yeah. And he's like, what, you couldn't afford to go? I've never been more offended in my life. But also, no, I could not afford to go because the only tickets left were above my budget for the week. So no, I could not afford to go. And also now I'm definitely not joining your cult. That's the one way to lose a customer. Thank you. I was so upset by this. But then I was like, screw you. So I went along with his little talking for a little bit and I gave them all like false information. And then I was like, I'm going to go now. I'm an atheist. Bye. Because it's a religious cult. So I was like, I don't believe in Jesus. I'm sorry. Goodbye. Anyway, so that's the first part of the story. And then (laughs) a week later, um, Harry Styles is still in Australia. He's going to Sydney after Melbourne. No, he went to Gold Coast after Melbourne. I get back to work and the girl who originally had the idea that we were going to see Harry Styles, she had the dream and we were like, you know what? We still could go. We could just fly into state and go see him if we're really that desperate. Cause we didn't realize how bad our FOMO was until he'd already played one show in Melbourne. And we were like, oh damn, now I really want to see him. So we were on the radio and suddenly if you listen to Jason Lauren on Kiss FM, you'd know that they do a scavenger hunt every once in a while. And I consider myself a little bit of a Nancy Drew. I love solving mysteries. I love solving puzzles. I'm a Gemini, so I do tend to think I'm smarter than the average person. I'm not, but I like to think that of myself. It boosts my ego and my self-esteem. Anyway, so we're listening to it and I'm like, you know what? We could figure this out. And suddenly we are figuring it out. And I'm like, well, we're at work. We can't just go to the places where they need to like complete the scavenger hunt and find them and win $50,000. So I'm, I get on the phone to my boyfriend and I'm like, Hey, if we were to win 50 K, I'll tell you where to go. If you just drive and get it, like you get in the car right now, I will figure out the rest. You just need to be the person who goes and gets it. And I will give you a cut of the money, my brain power, your muscle pretty much. And he's like, okay, bet. So he gets in the car. I'm telling him all the directions. There is an existential amount of people playing this game. Mind you, like a majority of Melbourne probably listened to kiss FM and a lot of people were probably tuning in and also playing the scavenger hunt. I think they ended up saying they had like 30,000 people playing because I'm really smart sometimes guys. And it shocks me. I send him in the correct direction and he ends up behind the kiss FM van going down a street, not actually that far from my place either. So I was like, what are the chances? He gets out of the car and there's the camera crew. And I'm like, Kiri, we're about to win $50,000. And I'm about to fly my friend and I to Sydney to see Harry Styles. And then I'm going to move to London with the rest of the money. Goodbye. Here's $1,000. No, I'm kidding. I'd give him more than that. But still, I was like, this is happening. This is happening. I was literally dry heaving on the ground of the office that I've only worked in for a month, hyperventilating, thinking I'm about to win this, right? He gets out of the car and realizes they've already interviewed somebody and it turns out the money isn't actually there. So I'm reassessing and I'm thinking of all the places. I'm thinking of all the places. I was thinking Middle Park. I was thinking the glass house at the MCG. 
I was thinking Rod Laver Arena because they give us hints on Instagram and I'm like, I'm figuring, I'm, I'm figuring it out. Okay. And then I knock off work. The girl who I work with, she was all in. She was like, I don't care about winning the money. You win the money. All you have to do is take me to Sydney to see Harry Styles. And I'm like, yes, I'm going to do this for you. We get in the car. We're driving to the MCG. Cause I'm like, I have a feeling it's at the glass house. Just have a feeling Collingwood football club were training there that night. And I was like, I'm not really prepared to embarrass myself in front of all of these AFL players, but I will for you. I will for you. And I will for Harry Styles. And it was not there. Um, and then it turned out they put it on pause. They put the game on pause at 7 PM. So I was like, okay, I've got all night to figure this out. And that's exactly what I did. I'm in like, it's the middle of the night. I'm looking at the clues and I come down to two different places. I come, it's like either Docklands where there's this Eagle like sculpture whose last name is Armstrong. And one of the hints was Armstrong, like the creator of the sculpture's name was Armstrong. And I was like, yeah, like I dove deep into Melbourne history to the point where I was finding out the names of different architectures and sculptures. Like it was, I was it was intense. It was intense. And then the second place I thought of was the place where they used to publish Lonely Planet books. And one of the publishers of Lonely Planet, their last name was Armstrong. And one of the other hints to the puzzle was Burning Rubber. And you know what they did at the factory where they published these books? It used to be an old tire burning factory. Yeah. Yeah. I looked it up. I looked up the building's history. I did that. And so get in the car the next day at 7am start driving. I'm like, I have a feeling it's the Lonely Planet publishing house. It just makes more sense. And it was called the Cotton Mills. And it was, I think it's in Footscray. I can't even remember anymore. I put it on the sat nav, but driving, you know what happens? Get halfway there and somebody's beat us there and they won 50 K. Like, are you joking? I literally figured it out. I figured it out and I was on my way. I was on my way there. And somebody else won the money and I've never been more devastated in my life. I get to work. The entire office has been rooting for me. They're like, Tilly's going to win this. And it was that moment in time that they were like, oh, the new girl actually has somewhat of a brain. And I felt really respected within the company, but instead I get there and you know what happens? They're all like, how did you go? And I'm like, I was on my way there. And if I woke up an hour earlier, I would be 50K richer right now, but I am not nor am I going to see Harry Styles. So the next day I get over that a little bit. I'm a bit teary, a bit sad, but it's okay. The next day it turns out another radio station is doing a scavenger hunt, except this scavenger hunt is five bags with 10 K each hidden in them scattered throughout Melbourne. I'm trying to figure it out. I've narrowed it down. You know how hard it is to get onto the phone to somebody on the radio? This one is a virtual scavenger hunt as well, so you don't actually have to go to the location. I never got on, and I'm so sad because I figured out the place again, which makes me realize I'm actually not that dumb for one thing, and for another thing, I'm really upset about the radio station not getting my ideas out there, which is probably why I have a podcast because I need to put my voice somewhere where it matters and the radio is just not doing it for me. Um, anyway, yeah, sorry, existential crisis about that. But yeah, so basically I was hyper fixated on the fact that I was going to win my friend money to go and see Harry Styles and I was going to go with her and it was going to be a really good time and it was going to be morale building for the entire workplace that I just joined and instead it didn't happen 
And that's been my week. And that's also why I didn't make a new podcast episode because I was so focused on winning that money that I did not do anything else with my time. I literally got up, put the radio on, got ready for work, went to work, listened to the radio the entire day at work, figured it out, went home or went to the location of where I thought the treasure, treasure I put in quotation marks, where I thought that would be. (laughs) Is that sad? Yes, it's sad. But that's what I did all last week. Yeah. And that is how Regina George died. No, I'm just kidding. That's, That's how Tilly Johnson did not go see Harry Styles. And it's a very sad time for me. Um, because I would go interstate to see Harry Styles. I did when I was a child. I lied to my mum and told her I got tickets to see One Direction in Melbourne. Um, four tickets, one for me, one for my mum, and two for my two best friends. Instead, I actually bought them in Sydney, and then my mum had to take me and my two best friends to Sydney to see him. Um, I did not realise how much of a strain that would be on the bank account. Sorry, mum. Um love you for taking me and making my dreams come true, which is why I just wanted to do that in return for another friend. (laughs) Desperate times. But now I truly believe that next time this radio station does this scavenger hunt, I'm convinced I will win it. I'm absolutely convinced that I'm going to win it because I played it the first time and I felt relatively close. And now the second time I'm like, I figured out how they think. I know how they set their clues and I almost won that 50k and now I fully have it in my head that I will win it next time and I'm going to be competitive about it. If I call in sick to work, y'all are going to know why. No, actually, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's not serious. That's not serious. If anyone from work is listening, that's not serious, but I will send somebody out in their car again to get that money whilst I use all my brain power to figure out where it is. So that's how I realized that I'm really an all or nothing kind of personality. Um, Once I set my mind to something, I will achieve it or I will come extremely, extremely close to achieving it and then failing miserably, which is also what I did last week. But yeah, I just, I've got that all or nothing approach. I will give everything my all or I will let it die pretty quickly, which I don't think is a bad way to be in life. Um, actually, no, like, I don't think you should just let things die. Like, I think you should still give it a go and like, at least try to trust it a little bit. But if I'm really willing to like have a go at something, I will try. I think it's also like a part of me being a bit of a perfectionist. I will try to succeed at it as much as I can. And then I will give up as soon as I have any sort of loss because I don't like failing. And that's, that's also, I talk about my fit to this, like I talk about this with my therapist. I have a deep rooted fear of failure, which is why I have to succeed which is not good. You have to cut out that failure from your life because if you don't like ever fail at anything, then you're not going to learn and you're not going to grow. Thanks to my therapist. That's what I've learned these past few weeks. So that is my long winded explanation of why I didn't make a podcast episode last week. Um, sorry. Sometimes I just got hyper fixated on things and, um, 
I will only do one thing at a time until I succeed. Um, kind of like how I listen to the one song on repeat all day today. Um, it's just how my brain works sometimes. I swear I can multitask. I am a woman. I am a, I am very capable of multitasking, but there will be one thing at the forefront of my mind at all times. But anyway, I literally don't have anything else to say. <laughs> I just needed to get that story out into the universe about how I was very, very close to winning $50,000 and then fumbled the bag. Um, yeah, I'm disappointed, but there will always be next time. And I will delude myself into thinking that I will win it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, thanks guys for listening to me rant about how I've been hyper fixating a lot recently. Love yas and see you next week. Don't forget to like this episode, rate us, give us a little review and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at hotmess underscore podcast. I was about to give my own handle and then I was like, wait, no, that's not correct. Hotmess underscore podcast. All right. Thank you. Bye.